if you got your Bibles in your hands, the book of 1 Samuel chapter 7. Amen. And we're starting at verse 8. 1 Samuel chapter 7 and verse 8 to 12. And as you know, I love reading from the Amplified. And so we're going to take it from the Amplified today. When you find it, say amen. You don't need to stand, but we'll say amen. 1 Samuel chapter 7, starting at verse 8 in the Amplified says, And the Israelites said to Samuel, Do not cease to cry to the Lord our God for us, that he may save us from the hands of the Philistines. So Samuel took a suckling lamb and offered it as a whole burnt offering to the Lord. And Samuel cried to the Lord for Israel, and the Lord answered him. And Samuel was offering up the burnt offering to the Philistine. Uh, the Philistines drew near to attack Israel, but the Lord thundered with a great voice that day against the Philistine and threw them into confusion, and they were defeated before Israel. Verse 11 says, And the men of Israel went out of Mizpah and pursued the Philistine and smote them as far as below Bethkar. Verse 12, Then Samuel took a stone and set it between Mizpah and Shem, and he called the name of it Ebenezer, which is stone of help, saying, Here there, uh, heretofore the Lord has helped us. Father God, we want to thank you for your word today. Help us, Lord God, to, to receive your word into our hearts and believe every word and every promise that you have, amen, in store for us. We thank you, God, for all that you're getting ready to do. Bless our hearts in your precious name we ask. Let the church say amen. Praise the Lord. I want you to understand, first of all, that God, amen, did not save any of you Hallelujah, just to lose you, just for the enemy to come and attack you so that you can die by the hand of the enemy. That God did not predestinate you before the very foundations of the world. Amen. That he didn't call you from before you were in your mother's room. That he didn't sanctify you and set you apart just for you to live a defeated life. Amen, somebody. Uh, before I get too lost into the message and Sister Heather's going to send me a long text, will you just share my topic with somebody and say, the Lord didn't bring me this far to leave me. The Lord did not bring me. I don't hear nobody talking to their neighbors. And look, I will preach to the chair. Right? The mic is in my hand now and if you don't talk, hello somebody, I will hold you for the entire evening. Come on here somebody. Amen. If you're going to be defeated, you could have been defeated in sin. You could have been defeated before you gave your life to the Lord. You could have been overcome by your own lust and your addictions. But God didn't mean for you, amen, to lose any battles. He's not intended on you to, to, to become the, 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 the sore loser. But you shall be victorious. I know that the devil 
He's been trying to tell you that it is God's will for you to be defeated. And maybe you're not supposed to be blessed. And maybe you're not supposed to be happy. And maybe it's not meant for you to be free. But the devil is a liar. He wants to bewitch you. He wants uh, to put your, your you, you in a trance. And he's trying to hypnotize you with trouble until you are intoxicated with problems that you can't even see your destiny and your future anymore. And you no longer believe that there is a God that can help you. Has anything in, 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 in your life ever felt to, like you've been overwhelmed by your life battles and your situations like you, as if you could not take it anymore, as if there is nothing good in the bag for you. But I've come to serve the notice on you today that the devil is a liar. Hallelujah. And God has victory up his sleeves for you. Clap your hands and give the Lord a praise right here. Glory be to God. It is an amazing thing that you must realize that we have challenges and that the challenges that we have are demonstrated in the Old Testament by the battles they fought. We don't see wars between people of faith and people not of faith as we did in the Bible days. And it is because the warfare has moved, amen, from a natural level into a spiritual level now. We have a greater conflict today than any time in the history of our world. It is, it's just moved from the natural into the spiritual. And there is a fight that is going on. And if you're not a spiritual person, and hallelujah, you won't be able to discern, hallelujah, that you're taking licks and you're taking hits and you're being bruised and you're taking punches because you don't see an army set in front of you. You don't see the swords, you don't see the guns, but you're just waking up and there's problems. You're just answering the phone and there is problems, but you don't discern, hallelujah, that this is is a spiritual battle but please believe me when I say that there is a tremendous fight that is happening in the heavenly realm hallelujah that is going against hallelujah everything that you're praying for it's fighting against everything that you're asking God to do for you it's fighting against every area of your life that you're seeking deliverance and breakthrough for hallelujah Jesus the, 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 the wars that are happening now in our land is just a symbolism of the spiritual warfare that one has to encounter as even a child of God. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against powers and principalities, spiritual wickedness in high places. Glory be to God. We have to realize that we are in a time in our life, in our nation, this generation that we are going to have to teach, hallelujah, our people what spiritual warfare and fight is all about. Hallelujah, Jesus. It's more than just saying, thank you, Jesus. It's more, hallelujah, than just saying, hallelujah, God be with me. But we have got to throw up our hands and get ready for battle. Look at your neighbor for the first time and tell them we've got to prepare for battle. We've got to prepare for battle. We've got to prepare for battle. That means, hallelujah, at times we don't see the Philistines coming. We read the text, hallelujah, we don't see the Philistines coming down, hallelujah, coming against us. We don't see the Philistines, hallelujah, running up behind us. We don't see the knives and we don't see the swords, but we definitely know one thing for sure, that if you have a spirit of discernment, you will know that we're in a fight. We're in a fight. You know that you're in a fight when you start losing things around you. You know that 
but you're in a fight when today your mother dies and next week your father dies and the following week your cousin dies and everybody in your family line just begins to fall out one by one. You know that you're in a fight when there's an attack against your marriage. You know that you're in a fight when there's an attack against your household. You know that you're in a fight when you live by yourself and you're still in a fight. Hello somebody. Can I preach it in the house of God? Our glory be to God but the devil did not. Hallelujah. Take the right person when he chose you. It just looks like you're losing right now. It looks like the guy is stepped against you and it looks like the odds are against you. But one thing that I know for sure is that I put my trust in the word of God and he said never have I seen the righteous forsaken nor my seed. Is there any seed in the house of God? I really didn't feel like preaching today but I feel something pushing me now. Is there any seed in the house of God that understands hallelujah that never have I seen the righteous forsaken nor my seed begging for bread hallelujah Jesus we serve a God that understands all that we're going through glory be to God in the highest oh God and they are marching against you hallelujah they're marching against your mind the battleground of your mind and they're marching against your health they're marching against hallelujah your physical well being and your emotions they're marching against your finances there's a march against the prophetic word that has been released over your life and the enemy is trying to get you to give up hallelujah on the promise that God has promised over your life the enemy has made up in his mind that if he can just wipe you out before the promise is fulfilled hallelujah Jesus that, that he will win the battle but God made a promise to Moses hallelujah and Moses died before he could enter into the promised land but hear what the promise of God did the promise the Lord of the Lord said that I will even bless your children's children and your children's children's children hallelujah Jesus when the enemy thought that he was going to wipe you out you've got to realize that this type of blessing and this type of a victory and this type of a breakthrough will pass down for generations to come give the Lord a praise right here hallelujah Glory be to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. If we're going to beat, hallelujah, if we're going to a natural battle, we would we would get comfort when we come back because people would appreciate the degree of the struggle that we went through. My God, my God. Hallelujah, Jesus. But when you're in the spirit, hallelujah, Jesus. The Bible talks about in the book of 1 Samuel something called long war my God almighty uh, the, the, the war of Ukraine has been happening now for a month and some uh, a year and some months and now Israel is fighting in a war that just started a couple weeks ago my God almighty but when you're in a spiritual battle you're wrestling against demons and principalities you're wrestling against spiritual wickedness in high places you're wrestling against rulers of darkness 
darkness. Hallelujah, God Almighty. And when you're in a spiritual battle, sometimes you're not even born into this earth yet. How God Almighty, and you're already fighting because it landed in your mother's generation that by the time you're born, you've got to contend with this devil now that your father has been fighting for all his life. And you've got to contend with an enemy now that your mother had to deal with all of his life. And now you're in this world and you have to fight the same demon year after year after year. The demon of separation, the demon of loneliness, the demon of feeling neglected, the demon, hallelujah, that comes to rob you of your joy. My God Almighty cannot preach in the house. Hallelujah, Jesus. Some of you are looking at me like Bishop. We don't need a long message today. Then you've got to put up your one finger and start your car and excuse yourself right now because I'm in for the long haul. I've got to preach this thing until somebody gets their breakthrough. I've got to preach until deliverance hits the house. I've got to preach until victory, hallelujah, is released over your family. I've got to preach this thing until the devil comes off of our backs. I've got to preach this word until the blood does what it says it's about to do. I've got to declare God's word. Hallelujah! Until the yoke breaker, the chain destroyer, the chain breaking anointing begins to hit the house. I've got to say it until the devil gets mad. Hallelujah, Jesus. Somebody give the Lord a praise. My God Almighty, you know, uh, Young Cake, I was on the internet the other day, and for the first time and the last time, you know, I really don't read the comment then when people leave comments. I don't really read them, but for somehow, lo and behold, I was on the YouTube and I was preaching real hard, and somebody put in the comment section and said, wow, I don't, I didn't know that preachers still preach that way and preach that hard and you know when they take the breath in the mic and you can hear it they don't understand that this is an anointing that it takes a birthing out when you stand before a people to deliver God's word and you've been praying to God all week just to push that word out of your spirit they don't understand that it takes everything of your being just to deliver the word of God. And so when you hear me breathe hard, can I talk to YouTube? And can I talk to Facebook? And for all those who don't like it, don't watch me. Because this word is not for you. But this word is for somebody that can bring me the breakthrough. Because it takes me all week long. It takes consecration and praise. It takes worship. It takes something for me to get to God every Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday, Friday and Saturday, just to stand up and deliver the word of God. And if I have to use every breath in my body, if I have to break every sweat on my brow, I've got to deliver the word of God. Hello, somebody.
somebody. It's just like a woman who is in travail and she has to push until the baby comes out and she's got to push it out with every fiber of her being. So the word of God is the same. I've got to push this thing until the people of God get their breakthrough. Clap your hands and give the Lord a praise. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory be to God. And so the enemy has positioned warfare over your house. And he has positioned warfare over every circumstance of your life. Hallelujah. And despite that, believe me that the person you're sitting next to right now, hallelujah, is a warrior. Look at somebody and say, are you a warrior? Then you're in a fight right now, battling in some areas of their lives, trying to stand. I love what Paul says, having done all to stand. Stand therefore with your loins girded. Hallelujah. Put on the breastplate of righteousness. Hallelujah, Jesus. It implies that there is a warfare that is so difficult. It is just even hard to stand up sometimes. There's a warfare that causes you just to want to lay in bed. There's a warfare that causes you just to not even want to pray. There's a type of warfare that causes you just to sometimes mourn and hum. You don't even have the words to say. But you've just got to say, mm. you've just got to say, ah, hallelujah, Jesus. The word of God says that he understands, hallelujah, every moan and groan that comes out of your spirit. He understands the tears that are rolling down your face. He understands, even in your silence, he understands. He said he understands the pain. He understands the hurt. He said he understands it. He understands it all that you're going through. And sometimes it gets so heavy. My God Almighty. I don't know how many of you have been there. That when the burden gets so heavy. That you can't even stand. It seems like a simple thing. That Paul was talking about. When he said to stand. Paul knew very well. We can't stand in this thing. It's too heavy sometimes. But Paul said, stand up. Paul, I can't stand. You don't see how this thing is bearing me down. Paul, how you're telling me to stand. But this is why the word of God says to cast your cares upon him. For he cares for you. He said his yoke is easy and his burdens are light. My God Almighty. Hallelujah, Jesus. And so let me get back to the word here. He tells us to stand. And he's not taking progress. And he's not taking ground, gaining ground. He said the warfare is going to be great. And that it's going to take all that you can do. Just to stand up on your two feet For many people Your victory is when you can walk up to somebody And say a 
I'm still sounding. I'm still here. After all that you've been through, the surgery didn't wipe you out. The devil didn't wipe you out. The fire didn't burn you up. Hello, somebody, but you have the victory. Just the same. When everybody thought that you would fail, when everybody thought that you would succumb to all that you have gone through, it's just a miracle that you're able to stand in the shade. I'm still here. You better slap somebody and tell them your testimony and say, I'm still here. I'm still here. I'm still here. Somebody needs to hear it from your mouth. Oh, my God Almighty. Hallelujah, Jesus. If they only knew your story, if they're critical, that we understand the time in which this text was written. Hallelujah. Uh, Israel, who represents the church of the Old Testament, hallelujah, is going through, hallelujah, a crisis. And the Bible says that the word of the Lord is scarce and there is no open vision. And she's going through a spiritual crisis. And understand that the crisis is not whether she is the chosen people of God. For there is no question that God has chosen Israel. The issue is, can you be chosen and still be in crisis? Can you be a believer, an anointed child of God? Can you be a born again blood wash, tongue talking, hallelujah, sanctified believer of God and still come into crisis? Yes, the answer is yes. And perhaps it's the greatest conflict of all. Because on this hand, I know God has chosen me. But on the other hand, where is God in the midst of what I'm going through? Hallelujah, Jesus. I know that you're in so much pain. And you're too polite to admit it. But there are times that you wonder, has God forgotten about me? But ah, as we dig deeper in the text, we realize that God has not forgotten about Israel. The reality is Israel has forgotten about God. Hallelujah. They were meant to be victorious, but they had issues. They had issues in leadership. Men who were in leadership just for money and sex. Hallelujah. The priests were making a mockery in the the church and nobody would say or do anything because of their immortality the word of the Lord became scarce it's one thing hallelujah Jesus there's a point in the decay of a relationship for anybody here that's in a relationship hallelujah where a man will stop talking it's one stage when you're arguing because as long as you're debating 
it means that you have not given up yet. But when you the, 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 the real problem is, hallelujah, the urgency becomes, the seriousness of the relationship becomes, hallelujah, when you and your partner don't even speak anymore, hallelujah, it has become a critical moment now. It means that the relationship has gotten from bad to worse. Hallelujah. And God has shut up. Hallelujah, Jesus. There are times when God reaches a point and says, I am through talking to you about it. I'm through. I'm not going to say one more word. But God talked and he talked and he talked. Hallelujah. Until the point he became silent. And there was no open vision. Hello, somebody. Hallelujah, Jesus. The people could not have a vision. And the Bible says where there is no vision, the people begin to Hallelujah. And so you've got to have an open vision. You've got to have a vision on the inside of you. Something has got to be on the inside. You've got to have dreams. You've got to have hope. Pastor Marcia, this is why I love you. Because you're a visionary. And if you leave it to Pastor Marcia, you would all be in church every week and every Sunday. There would be a prayer meeting Monday. Fasting on Tuesday, ladies meeting on Wednesday, man meeting on Thursday, on Friday is family meeting, on Saturday is everybody fasting, and on Sunday is leadership fasting, and that is just one week. Pastor Marcia will fix up the whole year. You won't get any time off. I'm sorry for some of you who can have a hard time making it to church every Sunday. It's just because I have to tame her back and hold our back and say, hold on, Pastor Marcia. Take time with it. But you've got to have a vision on the inside of you. The church has got to be going somewhere. The people of God have got to be going somewhere. You as a believer of God have got to be going somewhere. You can't be fasting and praying and believing God, hallelujah, and you don't have a vision for anything. The reason why you pray, the reason why you fast, the reason why you believe in God, it's because you've got a vision. It's because you're trying to get somewhere. And you need God to back you up. You need God to stand and hold your ground. You need the help of God to get to where you're going. You've got to have a vision on the inside of you. Like God Almighty. Hallelujah. You've got to believe in something that is ahead of you. Hallelujah. You've got to believe that there is something in your destiny that you're about to walk into. You've got to believe that there is something ahead, that there's purpose ahead. Glory to God. And that's why the devil hasn't killed you. That's why the enemy can't destroy. That's why everything you built, the devil thought that it would crumble. But the Lord said, you're still here. 
here. You might have lost it all, but you're still here. The devil can't finish. Hallelujah. He can't do what he needs to do until God says, I've had enough now. I've shut up the heavens. I've gone quiet. This is what he did with Job. He said, you can touch Job, but you just can't kill him. And the enemy afflicted Job. Hallelujah. And caused everything in the world you can possibly think of to lose it all in sickness. And even in that, Job's wife looked at him and said, why don't you curse God and die? But Job said, he looked back at his life and said, though they slain me, I wish I had some faith believing people in the house. He said, though they slay me, yet will I trust him. I wish I had some yet people in the house. Some yet people that can say, I don't have the house yet. I may not have the car yet. I may not have the church yet. I may not have it all yet, but it's on the way. There's a vision on the inside of me, and it's telling me to go on. There's a vision on the inside of me. I see it now. I see the acres and the land. I see the name brand and the clothes. I see the big house. My father owned the cattle on a thousand hills. I can see it now. My God Almighty, hallelujah, Jesus, hallelujah. I'm just about getting ready to start. I'm sorry for you, uh, Brother Calvin. I come with 10 pages of notes, and I'm on only on chapter 3. Nudge your neighbor and say, we go have a catarumpus time in the house of God. Hallelujah, Jesus. It's in this climate. That God began to trouble a woman. Her name was Hannah. And he made her hungry for pregnancy. And Hannah thought that she was just a woman who happened to have a baby. But she was really the tool that God was getting ready to use. Hallelujah. To birth out a prophet into a nation. Sometimes God will put a desire down in your heart for something that you have no idea what hallelujah desire is but God is orchestrating his purpose in your life hallelujah and God is allowing things to come together for divine occurrence to happen in your life God has ordered your steps and you'll think it's just for you but one more time slap your neighbor real good and say neighbor, neighbor, neighbor it's never been about you but it's always been about God because God is the one that is orchestrating this ship and he's about to bring it on home so that you can get him to your victory so that you can get your breakthrough so that you can walk in your divine destiny hallelujah Jesus my God almighty I can appreciate the song now when he said some through the waters some through the flood some through great trials all got to come under the blood I can understand it real good now because it takes the hand of God to carry us through where we need to go 
Hallelujah. And if you can talk, if your life, hallelujah, can demonstrate, and if you would testify and talk about how God has brought you through certain things, God is beginning to orchestrate and beginning to put things into its perspective for you now. Hannah birthed Samuel, and little did she know that Samuel was going to be, hallelujah, the tool that is the direction for the generation that was he was born in and he was going to be a prophet for the people and for the nations because Samuel had one thing and one thing going for him Samuel was a man of prayer hallelujah there is something about talking to God I don't know how many of you have tried it before but it's something about when you get down on your knees and you begin to pray it's something about it when you begin to seek God's praise hallelujah Jesus the devil don't like when the child of God begins to pray the devil don't mind if you're complaining he doesn't mind if you're nagging but just don't do one thing just don't pray because the moment you start praying something begins to trouble the waters something begins to stir up the atmosphere hallelujah Jesus the devil don't mind you crying and calling 1-800 cry baby but just the moment you start praying and calling on the name of the Lord for the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous run into it and they are saved if I start to pray God's gonna turn some tables over if I start to pray God is about to clean up the house if I start to pray then things are about to get into order if I start to pray God is about to let the prodigal son come home if I start to pray my children will be delivered if I start to pray my house will get its breakthrough if I start to pray I'm gonna be walking on water if I start praying hallelujah I'm about to put the devil to shame I don't need to counsel anybody I don't need to meet with anybody I don't need your opinion because it really doesn't matter all I need is just to pray if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my face stop complaining stop crying and call on the name of the Lord and prove me and see if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing if I start to pray my God almighty said if I pray if you begin to pray, I'll heal the sick. If I begin to pray, I'll heal the money. If you begin to pray, hallelujah, he will do it. Hallelujah. He is not a God that he should lie. Nor is he the son of man that he should repent. Hallelujah. I hear somebody say, well, everybody is not supposed to be rich. Hallelujah. Yes, you're right. But you're not supposed to be poor and broken, living 
poverty either. Hallelujah, Jesus. The devil is a liar. Glory be to God. This isn't about being rich. This is about being able to take care of your business and the promises of God. Hallelujah. The promises of God are yea and amen. Surely blessings, I will bless thee. Hallelujah. And multiply, I will multiply unto thee. Hallelujah. God is about to restore the promises that he has made that the enemy has tried to steal and rob and take away from you. The Lord is about to intervene into the midst of what you're going through. Hallelujah, Jesus. He's going to heal your body from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. Hallelujah. He is going to touch your children. Hallelujah, Jesus. He's about to do what the doctors cannot do. He's about to predict. Hallelujah. That which the lawyers and the judges cannot do. He's about to can heal cancers and tumors. He can do all of that and more. all of that he can do all of that the God that I serve can do all of that I don't know if you know about that God the God that can do all of that the God hallelujah of Abraham Isaac and Jacob the God hallelujah that can heal the sick the God that can heal diseases the God that can heal depression the God that can cause breakthrough hallelujah to come in a moment of an instant the God that can raise hallelujah the dead and cause the lame to begin to walk I take authority right now in the name of Jesus hallelujah over every spirit that is stressed out I take authority in the name of Jesus over every assignment of the enemy hallelujah that has caused God's people to get into oppression in the name of Jesus I take authority right now in the name of Jesus over everything that has been a hindrance to your breakthrough I take authority right now over every soul tie in the name of Jesus I take authority right now and I come and break through over your household in the name of Jesus I tell the devil to lose his stronghold in the name of Jesus I command the hand of the enemy to break even now in the name of Jesus I command the feet of the lying devil to be broken in the name of Jesus and everything that he has stolen from you be restored and multiplied in the name of Jesus oh God Almighty Hallelujah, Jesus. My God, my God, my God, my God. I wish some of you can see it in the spirit now. Hallelujah, your breakthrough and your deliverance. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. We take authority over your mind. The battleground that is happening in your mind. We take authority over it even now. In the name of Jesus. 
We see our way clear in this hour. Yes, Lord. The Lord, hallelujah. When he deposits a thing into your spirit, when he deposits a vision and a dream into your spirit, you've got to take this thing and run with it. You've got to accept it into your spirit when God is the one who shows it to you. Because if you don't perceive it right, you won't receive it right. I don't know if you've ever gone through something like this, but you know that the Lord gave you something. Hallelujah. You saw it in your dream. You saw it in a vision. And when you get there, or when it comes into your hands, hallelujah, somebody gives you something. And you're saying to yourself, this is not what it looked like. Because you had a dream about it. You had a vision of what it should be. And so when it naturalizes in front of you, you ought to be able to say, this is not what God has showed me. This is not what God wants for me. This is not where God needs for me to be. This is not the house that I'm supposed to live in. This is not the car that I'm supposed to be driving. This is not the relationship I'm supposed to be in. Because God has already shown me what it looks like. He showed me the beginning and the end. He showed me what is to come and what it should be. I had a vision about it. And my vision says that all things will work together. I wish I could preach it in the house for the good to them that love God. Hallelujah. And I love God. And it should be working for my good right now. I don't care how bad it is. It's got to work for my good. I don't care how loud it gets. It's about to work for my good. I don't care how noisy, how the devil is breathing down my back. It's about to work. You better prophesy to your neighbor. I'm ready to prophesy. Help me somebody. And say it's about to work for your good. That job, hallelujah, that you have, tell them it's about to work for your good. That house that you have, I don't know about you, but I'm prophesying to myself. It's about to work for my good. That bank account is about to work for your good. Your relationship, come on, prophesy to yourself and say it's about to work for your good. Everything that you believe for God for is about to work for my good you're entitled to it I'm not even following my notes now but there's got to be a spirit of entitlement and that means that you know that something is yours because why you have the title deed to it now and anytime you have the title deed to something you can run the devil out of your house why because it's yours hallelujah Jesus can I just take two minutes and talk about the spirit of entitlement the spirit of entitlement hallelujah pastor Red you know my wife is out there touring now and she's doing her thing with her business and I got to the place yesterday and somebody was in her spot and I got there before she did because if it's my wife you know she's very nice and she's very pretty I reserved that spot sister Tamara I text the lady and the owner and I said look here my wife is coming 
and she needs to be in a certain spot and I want her right there. That was a Friday and it went well. Saturday come and somebody is in her spot because on Friday everybody bad mind my wife because she's the only one who made all the money and she pocketed everything. Oh brother, young cake. I walked in Bramley City Center before the mall even opened and I said, God, give me this territory. I said, in the name of Jesus. I said, it's mine. I know God blesses you, but I said, God, I want my blessing. And I said, Lord, and I walked the ground floor and I, before I left, I said, God, give me this land. And Saturday come, and a woman put herself right in my wife's spot. I'm talking about entitlement now. I'm talking about entitlement. And here I come dragging my buggy with my wife's things. And I look the woman right in her face. And I said, lady, you're in my spot. And the lady had the audacity to say, go talk to the owner over there. I said, no, no, no. Look here, lady. Hallelujah, Jesus. I said, I have the right to this spot. You go down, so. I am right here. That lady refused to move. My God Almighty, Rev. She doesn't know that I'm a radical child of God. I took the woman's booth. I dragged it across the hall. And I said, yes, sir. This is where you belong. And I'm moving to my spot. From then, she don't talk to me. I don't business because I'm on a mission. This is my spot. And when you know something is yours, the devil in hell can't take it from you. When you know that you have the entitlement, when you know what is yours, no devil in hell no witchcraft and obia no voodoo and hoodoo necromancy can't stop it I'm a child of God and I know who my God is and you're not about to walk into my house and take away everything that I worked hard for the devil is a liar hallelujah Jesus but what God has for me it is for me and I receive that in the name of the Lord and this is why some of you are still struggling to be blessed because you've allowed and you've accepted for the enemy to walk into your house and cause havoc all up in your house. Before when you see the devil, you drive him out. You've got to drive him out. You say, devil, I recognize that spirit. My God Almighty, I was talking to Pastor Marcia yesterday. And I said to her, somebody was sharing with me something. I ain't going to tell you what they said. But at the end of it, I didn't do it right there and then. But I got to God. And I said, God, I recognize this spirit. 
This is a spirit of a witchcraft. I went to God in my prayer room after this person, God. And I began to rebuke the spirit because no way would I accept it into my house. No way would I accept it into my children's environment. I recognized what it had come to do. It came to kill, seek, and destroy and devour. Hallelujah. But I recognized it right away. And I said, God, hallelujah, you have got to to deliver this house from this spirit. Hallelujah. Lift your hands right now. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We come against everything that is fighting against your house. Even now in the name of Jesus. We come against hallelujah, every spirit of attack against your children, against your marriage, against your finance. We come against every attack, against principalities, against every wickedness over your house and we declare breakthrough in the name of Jesus we declare breakthrough in the name of Jesus and I restore we restore by the power of God everything that the enemy tried to take away from you in the name of Jesus clap your hands and give the Lord a praise